At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Check the backseat. Check the backseat. All right, come here. Check the backseat. Gets in your head, right? Good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the backseat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. Hour number two of a numbers game at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network, VEASAN.com, the VEASAN app, Fubo, Sling, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. It's Gil Alexander. Jeff Parlay back at the mothership at the South Point. Like nothing like nothing went wrong at all this morning. How you doing, Jeff? Are you good? I don't know what you're talking about, Gil. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Nothing happened over here. Smooth sailing all morning long. Let me just clarify one thing that happened there at the uh, end of the last hour. So Dan Bespers, I asked him what his favorite NBA play of the day was, and he said he's taking the Houston Rockets. Dan O always with the uh, plays that make you want to vomit. That's his kind of, that's his brand. Uh, but he, he had a reason he's taking uh, Houston plus the nine and a half. Uh, get it while you can, perhaps, but plus nine and a half is the consensus. Nine, nine and a half in that pocket. He's taking Houston plus the points. Uh, on the news that it looks like Jeff, the Portland Trailblazers, on the heels of dealing Norm Powell and Robert Covington last weekend, uh, are now moving C.J. McCollum to the Pelicans. What do you got here? Yeah, it looks like uh, C.J. McCollum is going to go to uh, New Orleans along with Larry Nance and Tony Snell. Uh, it doesn't seem to be uh, reported yet, unless if Shams had. No, Shams actually does have it as well. Uh, going the other way, Josh Hart, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Tomas Sadoransky, and draft compensation going the other way. Gil, I, I, I don't know what either team is trying to accomplish here. Yeah, I, I was just saying from a betting standpoint, right? Is there anything here? Uh, no. There's nothing unless somebody were to like post readjusted season win totals. But what it does kind of bring up right for the first time in the year 2022, Jeff, uh, is the notion of Tankapalooza, right? We see the Pacers uh, in Tankapalooza mode, uh, Blazers. I mean, that's really all this is ultimately going to manifest in terms of our betting moving forward, because you're right. I mean, just from a uh, from a from a larger perspective, I'm not really sure what you're gleaning from this. I would say, uh, Gil, the one thing the other also to look at here is maybe if you think New Orleans can get hot and get in the play in, maybe you take a big flyer on, on them to make a postseason, but I don't see anything bettable here except for what you said. If we go uh, old school tank of Palooza, we may see more of that this year than we saw last year because we didn't really see it last year. Yeah, it, well, it's not the same confluence, right? It's not the same. Twenty-five percent of the ping pong balls go to the to the worst team. It's fourteen percent for the worst three, so it's not exactly the same now. Um, 
but anyway, that's that's what Dano was basing basing his wager on, and so just wanted to clarify the trade that he alluded to, since we hadn't done so before he brought it up. Uh, the other thing, and this is sort of drifting into a little sports radio, the other big news yesterday, last night, the Brian Flores thing continues to... Uh, to uh, metastasize, I believe would be an interesting word to perhaps describe it. Um, Brian Flores with his lawsuit against the NFL and three teams uh, that certainly uh, from my perspective with, you know, I mean, he's really saying what many of us found obvious out loud that there are sham interviews in the NFL and that a lot of them are probably just to go through the motions of it uh, based on the Rooney rule. And I think a lot of uh, sympathy for Brian Flores on the one hand on that. But last night, man, uh, it got weird. It got a little weird on the heels of Lovey Smith being hired as the Texans head man. Uh, Flores is attorneys coming out and first praising lovey Smith and the Texans hiring him and then adding, however, we would be remiss not to mention that Mr. Flores was one of the three finalists for the Texans head coach position. And after a great interview and mutual interest, it's obvious that the only reason Mr. Flores was not selected was his decision to stand up against racial inequality across the NFL. And now Jeff, we're just sort of getting into this weird area where I was with you, and then your lawyers just said that stuff. And how's that advancing your general cause? Uh, and kind of throwing Lovey under the bus, even though he's not trying to, but he really is. So that got a little weird last night as well. Uh, the NFL, never with any shortage of news. Uh, Jeff, it, it occurs to me that some people may have missed our first segment on this show. So let's talk about some of the things we talked about then. Uh, Super Bowl 56 props, namely, and you and I were just randomly going through some. And let's just, you know, we'll pick off some of the ones we just, you know, again, just picked off the board, cherry picking. Jersey number of the first touchdown. Uh, you can find this at multiple sports books. 23 and a half is the number set at DraftKings for Jersey number of the first touchdown. 23 and a half. The over is plus 110. The under is minus 140. Now let's just sort of define the unders. Both quarterbacks would be in play. Matthew Stafford and Joe Burrow. The entire fleet of Los Angeles Rams wideouts, OBJ, Cooper Cup, Van Jefferson, all would be under the 23 and a half, as would Cam Akers be under the 23 and a half. Jamar Chase, going back to the Bengals, would be under 23 and a half. Those are your under prime candidates. The overs would be Sony Michelle on the Rams side, but then Uzoma, Higgins, and Boyd primarily on the Bengals side. Would you play the under minus 140? So it really does come down to, to me, if you think the Rams are going to score first, then yes. Uh, I think I'd stay off. I think that number actually, especially with the juice, is correct. Uh, just because you are legitimately on the Bengals side, you're taking away basically everyone uh, by, by going to the under, it's just, like you said, Chase and Burrow. If you go over, you're legitimately getting basically every other important key cog on that offense. So I, I think that number's right. If you made me bet it, I would lean to the under because I think the Rams will score first in this game. And even though the number's ridiculously short, I do think Cooper Cup is going to be the guy who scores the first touchdown of this game. There's a lot of these props that are just like, you know, people are going to bet for fun and – you know, I'm looking, I'm just like any team to successfully recover an onside quick, uh, onside kick 25 to one. Uh, it, it, no one recovers an onside kick 
It's a unicorn. Don't bet it even at 25 to 1. Now watch, like, two onside kicks will be recovered. Uh, here's one for you, and I'm curious, because there's a lot of these, and we were doing these on primetime action last night with Matt Brown and Ben Wilson, who was in for Kelly Bidlin. You know, a lot of these props, Jeff, it occurred to us, some are fun, right? There's a handful, which we like to talk about on this show, which we really think are super bettable, like the no on the touchback on the first kickoff, opening kickoff. We talked about that yesterday. Um, and then there's some that are, would just kind of be annoying to live through on Super Bowl Sunday. Like some of these receiving, you know, yard combinations, it's like an algebra. It looks more like X plus Y versus, you know, X plus Y. It's sort of cup and acres versus chase and mixing receiving yards. Which duo would you take? I don't think you want to get involved in too complicated of those kinds of props. But what about a straightforward one? Wide receiver one versus wide receiver one. Cooper Cup, this is most receiving yards. Cooper Cup minus 200. Jamar Chase plus 165 coming back. Is there not, I get all the targets are with Cup, Mr. Target, Mr. Offensive Player of the Year. But is there some value at plus 165 on Chase because he's the home run hitter? Probably not. Uh, just because I think, Gil, you, the Rams have a better shot at taking Chase out of the game than vice versa. And I would just look, if you're going to look to go against Cup in a scenario like this, I would rather have T. Higgins as the guy that I would want to go against. And I, there is a prop over uh, over one book that has T. Higgins, uh, as of yesterday, getting 30 yards uh, against uh, against Cooper Cup. That's something that I would look to uh, on that. Or excuse me, 32 and a half against Cup. Uh, more so than than that, even at plus num a uh, plus number on Chase. Uh, I, I don't. I really don't think Chase has a huge game here. I think if the Bengals are going to win, part of the reason that I liked uh, the uh, Higgins receptions over yesterday and still like it today is I think it's going to be have to be Higgins and Boyd. Uh, atta attacking that Ram defense with the way that the Rams will have Jalen uh, Ramsey more than likely locked up with Chase the whole time. I wouldn't bet that. I, I think there are, uh, if you want to go head to head on stuff, I think there's some better head to, head to heads than that. You see the Jalen Ramsey point about wanting, <clears throat> pardon me, wanting to be locked up against Jamar Chase and like outwardly and openly talking about it because he's Jalen Ramsey and he, he can't help himself but say it out loud. I actually think that's more of a check mark into the Jamar Chase plus 165 camp versus Cup because even if you believe Jalen Ramsey will shut down Chase more often than not, you can still sort of concede that Chase will get a couple or a few. If he's in one on one and a 50 50 ball, he's going to, he's going to get his handful. Uh, even if it's just a few, maybe that's enough to win that prop. So for me, plus 165, again, if it was plus 130, plus 125, I'd be with you. I wouldn't play it. But plus 165, man, that's that's kind of tempting to me. Um, we have, we have one more minute in this segment. I just want to repeat something that was said yesterday by Rufus. Uh, we talked about it last night on Primetime Action, Jeff, because I think it's the biggest single point about prop season that if you listen to nothing else, right, you know, we love the, the opening kickoff touchback no uh, bet yesterday. That's a specific, but just a general macro thing for the Super Bowl. If you want to bet overs on some of these boilerplate yardage props or just overs in general, if you're inclined to go that way, bet them now. If you want to bet unders, wait, generally speaking, 
because this is only going to be, there are literally millions more bettors who this is the first time they're doing this. And especially now with New York and Louisiana, the two behemoths now uh, on the Eastern seaboard that are involved in this now. And people for the first time in those two States, along with all the other States that have sprouted up this year, but specifically those, all of this is a new thing for them. This is the new candy store. And all of these casual bettors are wired to bet overs on everything. I mean, this is the greatest example of waiting to bet unders. And if you want to bet overs, bet them as quickly as possible because these things are only going to go up and up and up pretty much throughout the prop betting menu. So it's the best bit of advice you can possibly give on this. College basketball, Jim Root, three-man weave, next numbers game, Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. You know that VSIN is the best place to get all the betting insights for the big game. And right now, you can sign up to get our free big game betting guide. This digital guide gives you trend strategies, props to watch, and tips from our experts. Visit VSIN.com slash Super Bowl to get your free guide and get ready for the biggest football betting action of the year. That's VSIN.com slash Super Bowl. Easy for me to say. It's Gil Alexander. Live from the crib, right in the middle of the strip here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, Jeff Parlay holding it down at the uh, South Point Mothership. It's a numbers game at Visa and the Esports Betting Network. You know, uh, Jeff, one of the things you're able to do in quarantine is catch up on TV shows that you otherwise wouldn't be able to. And so I started watching uh, Ozark from the beginning, uh, season one, episode one. I'm like a season and a half into it again. And um, one of my favorite lines in the first season and a half is when uh, Wyatt Langmore shouts at his sister, I don't want to go to Mizzou. Ladies and gentlemen, Mizzou graduate Jim Root from Three Man Weave. How you doing, Jim? Well, I was doing good until I caught that shade, man. Now, now I'm hurting. <laughs> that was for both you and Parlay. I did for Ben That's Wilson fair. last night, too. I thought about you guys immediately. I'm like, wow, that was brutal. <laughs> brutal on this shit. Um, uh, we'll see if they can be not brutal tonight. We'll, we'll see. That's your that's your your line that you're holding them to? Just don't be yes. brutal? Yep. Yeah, that's that's the minimum. It's a low bar. I rarely ask you about your power rankings, but after Duke's loss to Virginia last night, dramatics at Cameron Indoor from the Who's late in that game, after Texas's win over Kansas, um, and just the fact that Auburn squeaked by Georgia, I'm just curious where you stand on your power rankings, your top ten, if you're able to give that to us. 
Yeah, I can do that. Why not? Uh, I got Gonzaga number one. Uh, they've just been destroying teams in WCC, and I've just had to kind of uptick them to keep up because they, they're blowing everybody out. Uh, and then I go Arizona, Kentucky, Purdue, Auburn, Duke. Those are all tied. And Baylor and Kansas, 8 9. Uh, also tied and Illinois and Texas tech tied for that 10th spot. Those guys, uh, those teams have been fantastic. So that's the order. Um, I don't know if that's crazy. Anything jump out to you from that? No, I was, I was, I was kind of waiting to see where you had Auburn five is about where I expected it. I suppose. Um, what is the, what is the futures bet that you like the most that you have in pocket right now? Uh, it's probably the Auburn one I, I took back in April of 2021. I got them 125 to one. So having having number one team in the country, 125 to one, feel pretty solid about that. It's not a big bet. Uh, even in my tweet about it, I was pretty lukewarm on the endorsement of it. But it's still a nice one to have in the pocket at this point. Do you uh, so about Duke's loss last night? Uh, obviously, based on your power rankings, it doesn't like completely jack that up for you. I mean, was that just a bad spot, generally speaking, for Duke? Is that enough to sort of wave that off with that? Kind of, yeah. Bad spot. Really, veteran team coming into their their building with a lot to uh, a lot of execution, well coached. And Duke's kind of been this weird anomaly of where, where you almost need two ratings for them. Uh, when they play top 50 competition, they're incredible. Like look what they did to North Carolina. Mm-hmm. They beat Gonzaga on a neutral floor. They've been terrific against the elite teams. I think that kind of indicates their ceiling for a young team with possibly five first round picks. But then in some of the the more dead spots in their schedule, they've they've been lackadaisical. Like they lost at home to Miami. They had the home loss to Virginia last night. Uh, even the loss to Florida State was a little bit of a disappointment. It's not a great FSU team this year. So I've kind of been playing this dance with Duke where if it's a really big game that I see this team getting up for, I'll bump their rating a hair and, and I'll try to knock it down a little bit. If it feels like last night, kind of a dead spot. I asked this of uh, Wes Reynolds yesterday, by the way, Wes Reynolds had Virginia plus the points yesterday. So good on him for giving that pick out. Um, but it's it's sort of my Auburn question, which is I, I get it. Auburn's lost a game, so nobody nobody has this question of them as they would an undefeated team. Because if someone was undefeated at this point, they would ask, "What do you think the chances are of them getting to the Big Dance undefeated?" Uh, because everybody, of course, uh, trying to chase the unprecedented. Uh, not unprecedented, but the last team to go undefeated, the 1975 Indiana Hoosiers, to do it from coast to coast. But Auburn's one loss is in double overtime, and I'm just curious, do you think they could get to the big dance with just that one loss? The schedule plays out pretty favorably for them. Like, What would you put the odds at that? Uh, yeah, maybe, I don't know, 25%, just just off the top of my head. Not having to go to Rupp is, is pretty huge. Uh, but, I mean, they've been pretty vulnerable on the road so far. Like, they barely won at Georgia, barely won at Mizzou, two of the absolute dregs of power conference basketball, not just the SEC. Um, and it's a really tough spot tonight going to Arkansas, a team that's covered, I think, seven of their last eight playing a lot better. They kind of shuffled their lineup a, a few games ago, and it, it's worked wonders for them. So, uh, this is a big one to get by. If, if they get this win, then the, the chances of Auburn going undefeated in the SEC go up quite a bit. Yeah, this is probably one of their tougher, if not toughest, remaining regular season games, at least on paper, uh, one would think. So last question before we get your picks tonight, because I know you have three we want to get to here. But I ask some form of this every time. What's the sort of what's the sneaky team right now? Like what's the team again, just a heat check on a mid mid tier team right now in terms of the odds 
that you actually think has the makeup that even if they get into the big dance, regardless of seed, they would be a tough matchup for a lot of the higher seeds. I, I got to go with Oregon. I think um, they're, they're trending up. It's a team that has consistently been a lot better in the tournament. Dana Altman really puts together a team that peaks. Like it's kind of the Michigan state thing, almost a mini microcosm of the Tom Izzo in March sort of angle. They just, they're tough to prepare for. They've got size. They played multiple different defenses. So in that short turnaround, if you get Oregon into the field as like an 11 or a 12 seed, that feels really dangerous. They, they've got a bunch of power conference transfers. They've got a bunch of lefties, which in a weird way might be tough to prepare for in the tournament too. Uh, like all their top guards are lefty. Uh, and they've got shooting, they've got size, and it just seems like it's coming together for them down the stretch. I think they've won eight or nine of their last 10. So I'll, I'll give the Ducks there. I think they are down the board, but it's a team that has every right to make a Sweet 16 run come March. Texas on their big win yesterday against Kansas, they don't qualify in that sort of in that sort of category for you? Yeah, I'm still a little lukewarm on Texas. Uh, they, they don't get that win last night if they don't bank in a three with a minute left. And yes, that is. True. I just think, yeah, the offense isn't isn't really the, the finished product or even near the finished product you'd like to see it. I mean, of course, Chris Beard's gone farther with less talent on the roster, so I, I can't count them out. But this, they just haven't really shown consistency and, and offensive potency that I'd like to see from a team that would be a potential threat down the stretch. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't think if Chris Beard is if Chris Beard is not the coach of that team, I don't think I even bother asking that question. Quite frankly, all right, yeah. three pack of picks, Jimmy. What you got? All right, and I got rotation numbers. I send these to Jeff prior to you know really try to to cover my bases here. But uh, I'm starting with six oh eight. This is Monmouth laying seven and a half at home against Marist. Marist blew them out like three weeks ago. I beat them by almost forty. It was embarrassing for Monmouth. Uh, their best player fouled out with like eight minutes left. It was just really a nightmare performance. One of those, everything that can go wrong will, uh, but that's the only game Marist has covered in their last eight. And it really inflated them in their uh, analytical rankings. And now you get Monmouth back home. They're playing better. They don't have the Iona look ahead spot like they did last game. I think they take care of business. They're angry, motivated Rome, uh, home favorite. I think they went by double digits going away in this one. And Jim, bonus Monmouth pick. Look out for Monmouth and FCS football next year. How about that? Ooh, How about that? Wow. Call? See, I'm, here I am taking notes. I don't have any FCS notes, that's for sure. There you <laughs> go. Rando note of the morning. All right, number two, sir. Uh, yeah, we're going to a total 610 under Fordham and St. Bonaventure. Uh, these two teams definitely better defensively than offensively. The, the analytic rankings tell the story there. And Bonaventure's a, a mature team full of. Uh, experienced veterans, a lot of seniors on that roster. I think back home against a team that lost their second best offensive player to grades at the semester break, uh, Bonaventure off two losses. I like the under just a little more than I do laying the points with the Bonnies. I, I think they D up their offense. Isn't that great either. Um, so 133, 132 and a half, 132. I think that's all good down to 131 is where I would play that one too. Yeah, I'm seeing 132 and a half, 132 consensus right about now. And you have one more play here, a side. Sure do. Yep, 662 UCF. They're hosting Wichita State. This is another little revenge game. I'm starting to like warm up to that angle uh, on sides right now. I think the data has has uh, borne out that's really strong this year. Uh, so whether it's revenge or adjustments or uh, what what have you with that, the second rematch has really gone the way of the team that lost the first one. And this is, this is another one 
Uh, UCF lost at Wichita, but they played close. Wichita took 40 free throws in that game. I don't think they'll get that same whistle at UCF. Uh, and UCF's a, an athletic team, long, very uh, experienced. It is kind of underwhelmed this year. They're running out of chances to salvage the season. Uh, and I think this is one where they're angry, a team they've already lost to, really only have to win, land one, one and a half. Uh, I like the Knights at home. All right, Monmouth, UCF, those are your two sides. Fordham and St. Bonnie, the under, 132 and a half, the three picks. Jim, I'm getting pumped for March Madness. I'm starting to think about survivor pools already. The greatest betting vehicle of any event of the calendar year. Uh, I look forward to that, man. Thank you, and we'll talk again soon. Of course, yeah. I, I didn't have any extra board picks for you today, but there's no extra board. That's why. Next time. You let me. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the only, only excuse that it'll be allowed. Thank you, Jim. Appreciate <laughs> it, man. Cheers. At 3M, at 3MW underscore CBB for all of uh, three-man weaves plays. Coming back, Jason Weingarten from Under a Cloud of Smoke next. Numbers game. Visa and the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on Visa the Sports Betting Network. Join our own Stormy Bonatoni on Friday, this Friday, 6 p.m. for the big game betting and beers event at the South Point Casino here in Las Vegas. Uh, Stormy will be joined by our guys in the desert, Chrissy Anders, Jimmy Vaccaro, Vinny Maliulo, for a fun and informative look at betting this year's big game and all their stories from behind the book about all the action that all three of those legends have seen over the years, and that's a lot of years of legendary bookmaking. The event's free for everyone over 21, so stop by the South Point on Friday, 6 p.m. Again, to get free samples of Bookmaker Blondale, specials on Budweiser, purchase signed copies of Chrissy's books, and learn from all three of them, the bookmaking experts. That's Stormy and the Betting and Beers event, the big game Betting and Beers event, South Point, 6 p.m. on Friday. Hope to see you there. By the way, we'll be doing primetime action about a, a good little sand wedge away from there. So come by and uh, knock on the studio glass because uh, Matt Brown really loves when you do that, especially you know, Kelly Bidlin. He really loves when you knock on the studio. I'm kidding. Don't knock on the studio glass. Uh, it's Gil Alexander quarantined in the old homestead here in uh, Las Vegas. Um, I just got this text. He re- he wants to remain nameless, Jeff, but this is from someone who is uh who has had a military background, and he just wanted to point this out for those looking for creative Super Bowl props, looking for some intel. He said, uh, offshore books are offering an over-under five aircraft in the flyover. Uh, He says the Air Force has already announced five. Interesting that they're still bothering with offering it, he says. He goes on to say the under is the only side worth considering if an aircraft can't go for safety or otherwise. Uh, that would be the only the side to continue is the uh, side to consider is the under. Highly unlikely that an unannounced sixth aircraft is added. So that's from. Uh, by the way, hmm. the Air Force uh, the Air Force announcement was public. It is on their website. So under or nothing, he says. How about that for a little prop intel? I, I like it. I like it. Listen, for those who are landing on this show for the first time and you're thinking to yourself, wow, these guys will exploit anything to win a bet. Yes, you've reached the correct show. <laughs> it's it's Gil Alexander, uh, Jason Weingarten from Under a Cloud of Smoke in Los Angeles, uh, the host of the Wide World of Weingarten podcast. Uh, Jason, how you doing, man? Pretty good. Um, 
let's uh, let's talk about that flyover thing. I don't know. I don't know who that text was from, but he, unlike me, clearly does not have contacts at the Pentagon because he would know that when they do those flyovers, they have backup planes, you know, en route with the other one. So if somebody has to pull out, they'll have a backup. So if it's five, it's going to be five. These are these are training flights for the military. You know, that's how they they get them to do them is is this is training. So if somebody's got to pull out, it's it's going to be there's going to be a backup flight. There's going to be a backup plane with them before. So they you are. There. So just to clarify, you are corroborating what he's saying or going up on what he's saying. You know, my plan today was actually to get in contact with the flyover people at the Pentagon and find out from <laughs> what, them what the deal is. What? Was but, it really? But by I, the way? I found out that the books, uh, the books have pulled this prop. So me trying uh, to fire at every book I possibly can. I mean, I was literally gonna call up everybody I know and say, "Everybody, get me every account you have. We gotta bet this." But um, it looks like five is is gonna be a push, and it's been pulled most places, sadly. Well, so that, that's kind of what he's saying too. It looks like it's a push, but the only other, the only way to bet it would be the under. But it does but look I like a push. I absolutely planned yeah. on calling. The, the military and finding out today. This is the best part about doing these segments with you, Jason, is I literally can bring up anything betting related. And you're like, oh, yeah, I was planning to devote a portion of my day to calling up the military. Jason, what phone number do you use? What do you do? You call up the Pentagon, cold call them? Hi, it's Jason. No, I, I, I actually I could explain to you. It's very simple, but I can't explain to you on air. I see. OK, I can't burn yes. my sources. No, no, no. I don't want you to do I don't want you to do that. Uh, but that is that is fantastic, by the way. So I, I teased earlier that you would be coming on the show and that one of the things you've been trying to do, and people can just understand from our late from our last exchange, that you are proactive in this kind of stuff, either to win a bet or to create a bet. So you have suggested certain bets to certain sports books and it has not gone particularly well so far? Yeah. So, so far I have not had much luck getting, getting the props that I've, I've wanted posted. And, uh, one of the, mostly Circa and Westgate were the books I was requesting them at. And, uh, to Westgate's credit, they at least explained that the reason they're not posting requests is because their, their packet of props is so big that once it hits the printer, they don't add to it. And I'm, I'm okay with that. I mean, they have million props. I can't ask them to you know, keep adding stuff to it, but right. You know, there's so many books out there. I would really like somebody to, to post my requests. Well, can you give an example of, of the, cause you actually had some pretty interesting props. I would like to, up there. to bet player to throw the first touchdown pass. I would like it to be a three-way market with Stafford burrow and the field. I'd like to see what the field's priced at. I, I like have an that. idea what I would price the field at. I don't know what other other books would uh, Aaron Donald to score an anytime touchdown. That's actually up at circa, but I'm looking, you know, I, I like to shop around for price. I don't just want to take circus price. Um, John, Johnny Hecker to throw the game's first touchdown, the Rams punter. Nobody Ooh. wants to play ball with me on that one. I don't know what's going on. It's like, nobody wants my money. Big chickens, <laughs> big, big chickens, big cowards. Um, those are all pretty interesting. Um, what can I ask you? Well, no, I don't want to ask you because if somebody gives it to you, I don't want you to share what your price is on that. But what I like about all three of these is because they're all sort of, well, at least the first and the last are driving at something specific. And that is, if I'm allowed to sort of flesh this out, 
is that the Rams have shown evidence to support the angle that they might very well try to have somebody throw a pass and perhaps it will result in a touchdown as well. Is that my kind of on the right track there? Yeah, I looked at the play-by-play data, and I remember from uh, just actually watching the Rams-Packers game, Cooper Cup threw a, a wide receiver option pass that uh, went for a touchdown and was ruled out on replay. Then at the wild card game, I was I was there. I saw Odell Beckham throw a halfback uh, or not a, a wide receiver option pass. Right. Same same thing. So the Rams right. clearly have that play in their playbook already. Wouldn't be surprised to see it come out in the Super Bowl. Wouldn't be surprised to see trick plays involving Cooper Cup. I mean, you know, it's the Super Bowl. He's your best weapon. You're obviously going to get the ball in his hands different ways. Um, I also like the over two and a half players to throw a pass. I think you know a, a trick. A uh, fake punt, a trick play, very, very possible. You can get a big, like a plus one seventy-five on that over. I like it a lot. That one you can find, right? Yeah, that's a real bet so far. That's a real bet. Yeah, um, a we should, that's, we should that's, just use this every year. Yeah, we should just use this show as like putting out an APB. Um, it's an all points bulletin, by the way, boys and girls. Uh, just put out an APB to anybody who's got like some book in some remote location where they actually have something related to Hecker or Rams field touchdown pass or just game touchdown pass beyond Burrow and Stafford. Anybody who sees a prop at all similar to that, we'd be curious to know about it and what the number is. The Aaron Donald one, which you had sandwiched in between those two, is is pretty interesting because it speaks to the different ways you can bet the Super Bowl and the thought process on, all right, let's say you have the conviction that Aaron Donald is going to do big things. Okay, then the question becomes, all right, so do I bet him to score a touchdown, like you said, if somebody would make me that prop? Do I bet him in an MVP market? Like, isn't that the calculus you're trying to figure out with someone like him if you feel that way? Well, I, I like to work backwards on the MVP market for the Super Bowl, and you pick your candidates, and you kind of determine what was the, what does this guy need to do to win the MVP? And what does Aaron Donald need to do to win the MVP? Does he need... You know, is two sacks going to do it? I don't think so. Is, is three sacks going to do it? Maybe, but then why don't you just bet Aaron Donald to have three sacks? You know, you could still get three right. sacks and not win the MVP, but, you know, a lot of things have to go right for a defensive player to win the MVP. And any any offensive player has a two-touchdown, three-touchdown game, et cetera, is going to, you know, automatically jump to the top of, of the MVP board over any defensive player, even Aaron Donald. So the reason I like the Aaron Donald to score a touchdown prop is you're getting 40 to one on, on the touchdown and Aaron Donald, he's the heart and soul of the Rams. You know, they, they want to win a champion for him, championship for him, whatever narrative you want to use, but let's get him that touchdown. Then if he scores, if, if, if Aaron Donald scoring a touchdown, the Rams are most likely going to win the Super Bowl. If he's getting that that touchdown cherry on top, he's also going to win the MVP. But why go for the MVP at 15 to 1? It's an awful bet. It might be one of the most awful MVP numbers I've seen for a defensive player since I've started betting, you know, uh, Super Bowl MVPs practically 10 plus years ago. So 40 to 1 for the touchdown, I think it's just a much better bet than 15 to 1 for the MVP. I can't see any world where Aaron Donald 15 to 1 is a good bet, especially if you live in a state where you could use these same game, par- same game parlays and you could just parlay all of Aaron Donald's overs. You know, you're going to get a better number. 
or close to Jason, it. hang out. I want to I want to ask you about more stuff, Super Bowl prop related. And then you wrote a piece about best places to eat in L.A. for those who are going to the Super Bowl. So I want to get into that a little bit. Uh, as long as it doesn't get in the way of you calling the Pentagon. It's a numbers nope. game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Coming back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM welcomes you with a special offer on the NBA. Simply place a $10 Moneyline wager on any game. And if either team hits a three-pointer, you'll win $200 in free bets. Just use bonus code VSIN200 when you make your first bet. Plus, you'll earn BetMGM rewards points that can be redeemed for online bonuses or converted into comps at over 20 MGM resorts nationwide. BetMGM, proud to be an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code VSIN200 to win $200 in free bets if three-pointers made in the game you wager on. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older. Wager new customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Awards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada. Skill Alexander, Jeff Parlay at the studio at the South Point Hotel Casino. And Jason Weingarten on the phone from under a cloud of smoke in Southern California. Uh, Jason, you going to Super Bowl 56? You're in the house for this? I am, but uh, still need more tickets. <laughs> you still need more? How many are you trying to accumulate? How are you trying to amass? How many? As uh, many as I can, but uh, two, two more, four more. Um, I, I'm going. I got... I got tickets, but I still still need a couple more. Wait, why why are you trying to get as many as possible? Are you inviting like everybody you know, or what's going on there? Yeah, everybody wants to go to the Super Bowl. All my friends want to go. Everyone, right. my my brother showed me his phone right after the game, after the NFC Championship game. We were yeah. still at the stadium, you know, inside watching the the trophy ceremony, and he already had like ten text messages like Super Bowl tickets, Super Bowl tickets. Hey, could you give me Super Bowl tickets? Like everybody wants to go to the Super Bowl. Dude, I wish I I wish I could come, but uh, alas, I am working that day, so uh, cannot be there. Would love to. Hey, um, you gonna do any? You gonna do any radio row stuff, or are you staying away from that? Uh, I I don't. Am, am I? Can I just go down there and do it? I don't know what the deal is. I would, uh, but just get like Drew or somebody to invite you down there. You'll be good. Is is you there know? a Vison booth down there? I didn't even didn't even check. Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to. Uh, we'll have to get on that. We'll have to see if there's a decent booth down there. Hey, let me ask you uh, this. Maybe Bet- I'll go down Friday or something. I don't know. The, the following falls under the category of stuff you and I talk about offline, but I'm just going to like pull back the curtain for people here. Uh, Bet Bash is coming up. Spanky's event uh, at the right at the Final Four weekend. Uh, he's doing it, and uh, we're all looking forward to that. Do you remember the idea that you shared with me that you would like to? <laughs> 
<laughs> I do the like, Cal- California split. No, no, no. So California splits is one. You came up with that idea. Alan Boston is going to do California splits Q and A, but that was a Jason Weingarten idea that has now. What, come was, to what was the other idea? Do you remember you wanted to do a handicapping contest? Oh, the <laughs> Jews versus everybody handicapping <laughs> contest. Yes, that's that's what I'm. I, I would really like to to do that. That was <laughs> okay. in a book, a, the Stewie Younger book. There's oh. a, there's an anecdote about a poker tournament, Jews versus cowboys. <laughs> Who's who's on who's on our team? Who's on this? What team? On, on the Jewish on the poker team? Yes, yes. Oh, there were a <laughs> no, 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 on the poker in the seventies and eighties. No, no, no. I'm not talking about the poker team. At Bet Bash, who's going to be on on? Who's going to be on oh, that handicapping? Who, who else do we need? Just okay. Got me. No, I'm kidding. Um, there's a bunch. There, there's Elihu. I guess going to be there. Uh, oh, there you go. I I can I could think of a couple couple people who'd right. be there. Elihu Foistel on the team. You're in. <laughs> All right. Um, you wrote something. We'll get back to the prop talk here in a second. You wrote something. You're obviously an LA native. Um, and you wrote something about, and this is going to come out on in where? In Point Spread Weekly, Vison.com. Where's this coming Vison out? Vison should should be up, should be up today as soon as it's uh, done being edited. I, I sent it in late last night, just uh, going through final edits. It takes takes a lot of editing to make my writing look eloquent. <laughs> no, it's not true. But you wrote this piece. You branched out. You wrote this piece on best places to eat in L.A. For people who are coming in for Super Bowl 56, what or what suggestions? You don't have to give away the whole article, but give me just a, a highlight or two. If I wanted to come and have sushi, where would I go? Uh, well, if you wanted to, I didn't even put the best sushi place on the list because uh-huh. I didn't want to see anybody at my favorite sushi spot. But if you're here That's... for sushi, you got to go <laughs> to GoMart. Right. Go Mart in Canoga Park in the valley. is the best yes. sushi in all of Los Angeles. And you know that I wouldn't tell you to go to Canoga Park if I wasn't serious. Um, I have but if, if you're not willing yes. if you're not willing to go to Canoga Park, Morihiro in Atwater Village was just uh was called LA's next great sushi chef um by uh by the LA Times. I went to dinner there after a big uh, first touchdown prop. It was it was about seven hundred bucks for two people, but it was mm. it was probably my favorite meal of uh twenty 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 one and uh he day he day on Sautel. It's a nice uh, cash only sushi bar on the west side if you're staying around Santa Monica. Um if you uh if you're in that area, I think it's a great place. If you meet somebody at a Super Bowl party and you're lucky enough to like get a second date with them the set the night the next night, great place to take them. Uh, I've always felt women are easily impressed by that sushi bar, so you know it's it's not that that bad. But um, I could talk seven- about sushi for hours. What, what was the name of the seven hundred dollar for two spot? What was the name of that place? More a hero. More a hero. Okay, I went to GoMart per your suggestion multiple times. By the way. It's now a go-to spot for me. So that's like spectacular sushi advice in LA. One rest, one non-sushi recommendation. I want to get back to the props here. Okay, so uh, the corner grill. There is a grill inside a mobile gas station on Sepulveda and Santa Monica. 
that has the best pastrami breakfast burrito in the city of LA. I used to work in the office across the street. It was a, a big, heavy office crowd, but that, that burrito was so good. I still think about it, but I was looking it up on Yelp last night just to make sure it was still, still open. Cause I hadn't been there in a while. And, and you, you don't have to take my word for this, but just listen to Wanda D's review from March, 2014. <laughs> it says when I'm in bed late at night, I fantasize about shoving their burritos down my throat. I'm with you, Wanda. I do. Wanda too. D. Uh, yeah, Wanda what's the name D. of the place? What's the name of the place uh, again? Corner, Corner Grill. Corner Grill. It's inside the mobile gas station on Sepulveda and uh, uh, Santa Monica. It's great, great place to meet bookies and do do gas station business too. Dude, I'm so having that burrito the next time. Not necessarily per your recommendation, but per yeah, Wanda Wanda's. D. Wanda's really selling. Yeah. It. Um, so we were talking when, uh, you know, you were talking about what, how you would bet Aaron Donald and somebody randomly, I think it was Jeff himself. Jeff is not, is not with us here at this moment, but Jeff was talking about how he wanted to bet Evan McPherson, like 150 to one to win the MVP. And we were like going through the scenarios of what it, what would have to take place for kicker to win MVP kickers never won an MVP of a Super Bowl before. But like we were thinking Evan McPherson won the MVP and we're just spitballing. Right. But it's like, wouldn't he have to hit three different 50 yarders, including the game winner with no time left in a 12 to nine game kind of thing. Like even that, that would get him the MVP, right? That would be the scenario. If the Bengals scored every, every point off field goals, he could win the MVP and they won. If he hit two 60 yarders, you know, including one to win the game, maybe they could you could make a case for it there, you know, two really long field goals. Uh, if he, if there was some sort of trick play where he caught or threw a touchdown pass, in addition to kicking the game winner, he could potentially win. But you're really stretching trying to find paths yes, to for sure. the MVP. It's not impossible, but it, it's the sort of thing where if you think any of those things are possible, you should at least try to manipulate the same game parlays to uh, see if you can get better odds than the MVP. Right. So a lot of these times you can get really good odds on, on these sort of parlaying events. All right. So we have 90 seconds here because we used up all the time talking about Wanda D's, <laughs> Wanda <laughs> D's Yelp review. What have you actually, what props have you actually bet? What have you bet on the game itself? What is actually in your account right now? I bet the Rams. I bet the neither team scores three times in a row. I bet the over uh, over two and a half players to score or uh, throw a touchdown or throw a pass. And I bet uh, Powell, the uh, the Rams kicker turner, to score a touchdown. And I think what was I your number on that? Friend. What? What was your number um, on that? I think like it was first touchdown, a hundred to one or something. And I got him at like two hundred fifty to one to win the MVP. In a in a kick return Desmond Howard type situation, I thought yes. that was a a big number. Desmond I'm Howard. I'm mostly looking for, for stuff on the fringes with big payoffs for for the Super Bowl. You know, because I'm gonna be there. That's why that's why we like your stuff, man. Desmond Howard, who of course famously scored on a uh, was it a kickoff return or a punt return back in kickoff the kickoff return? I think to start yeah. the second half against that's Patriots. Right. For the Packers, when he played for yep. the Green Bay Packers, uh, in Brett Favre's lone Super Bowl victory back in the day, uh, Jason, I can't thank you enough. Uh, why don't you come back tomorrow? We'll talk more props. Always fun, man. Sounds good. I, I look forward to it. It was uh, it was fun.
Jason Weingarten, everybody, from under <laughs> under a cloud of smoke in Southern California. The name of the podcast is The Wide World of Weingarten, wherever podcasts are distributed, at Spreadopedia. At Spreadopedia is where you can find him on Twitter. We got through it. Lombardi line next, right here with Michael Lombardi at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Enjoy. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Snakes, zombies, sharks, heights, speaking in public. The list of fears is endless. But while you're clutching your blanket in the dark, wondering if that sound in the hall was actually a footstep, the real danger is in your hand when you're behind the wheel. And while you might think a great white shark is scary, what's really terrifying and even deadly is distracted driving. Eyes forward, don't drive distracted. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council.